Hello, and welcome to the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Lee Nasahi, and today we'll be speaking with Vision Serve Alliance's member, Mike McGowan, who is the Executive Director of the National Organization for Albinism and Hypopigmentation, or as we lovingly refer to it, NOAA. And uh, Mike is also a member of Vision Serve Alliance's Executive Committee of the Board of Directors as our Secretary. So welcome, Mike. Thanks for having me, Lee. We are delighted to have you. We want to talk a little bit about what's going on with NOAA. Um, the world has changed in the last few weeks, so plenty of new things to talk about. I'd like to start, though, by, you know, just in general, tell the, uh, the listeners what NOAA's top priorities are. Well, NOAA's mission is to be a conduit of accurate and authoritative information for people living with albinism and parents of kids living with albinism. Our, the way that we do that is to bring people together to share information and support. Um, our, our top priority, given this weird time that we live in, is to try to keep the community connected uh, during times of social distancing. So we've set up a number of meetups through uh, Google Hangouts and we'll probably be using Zoom as well for people to connect and talk about things that affect them uh, as we're dealing with the, with the pandemic. Uh, for example, this morning we had a group of parents get together uh, for a session uh, entitled Surviving uh, social distancing, and there was a, a healthy discussion on how people were dealing with that in, in these crazy times. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some of that, Mike, and, and those uh, look like terrific, terrific things that you're doing. We're, we're also learning how to do that more at VisionServe here. Um, so in addition to that, what, uh, what new initiatives would you like to talk with us about? How, how about your international efforts? I was asked uh, last year to be part of a, uh, an organizing committee for an exploratory meeting to create a global albinism alliance with some support from Open Societies Foundation and an NGO in Canada called Under the Same Sun. We were able to gather 27 delegates from six continents in Paris in late January before all this crazy stuff happened. And that group met for two and a half days just outside of Paris. And we decided unanimously to move forward to work on creating a global albinism alliance. And we approved a three-phased process by which that would happen. We're gonna survey over 200 albinism groups around the world over the course of the next six months or so to determine what it is that they need and get their ideas about what a global alliance would look like. And then we're gonna put together a proposal and hopefully meet again in early 2021 to figure out exactly what that organization would look like and hopefully by June of 2021, actually establish the organization. Wow, that's awesome. How many members do you have in the US? Our uh, database has uh, roughly 12,000 wow. contacts in it, 
and we communicate with them on a regular basis. We have a, a news, an online, a, a uh, e-newsletter that we send out uh, every uh, two weeks, uh, every other Monday. Wow, that's awesome. And um, what's what's the age range of your members? As uh, as our old friend uh, Roxanne Mayros used to say, well, we have babies to grannies. We were mm -hmm. uh, entire uh, entire span of life. Yeah. Um, are, are, is any one age group um, larger than others or it's pretty much across the board? I, I think it's pretty much across the board. I think that we probably serve, um, we have a, um, a large number of people that connect, uh, maybe a larger number of people that connect with us because they're parents of kids with albinism. Right. Uh, I don't have exact numbers on that, but the feeling is, is that we have greater participation from parents. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So uh, generally, you, you all have uh, an annual conference, correct? It's uh, actually a biannual conference. Oh, okay. We have one scheduled, uh, and I'm knocking on wood. I don't know if you can hear that. We have one scheduled for July 9th to 12th in uh, near Anaheim, California in Orange County. Um, as you might imagine, we're a little anxious about that right now, given the world situation. We hope that we can have, have that happen, but we're on pins and needles to see what happens over the next yeah. uh, four or five or six weeks. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's there's so many summer conferences in our world of uh, blindness, low vision, and other vision impairment, and I think everybody's waiting just a little bit longer to see how this proceeds. I hope it. I hope it's possible. A lot of great things happen at those conferences. Yeah, this, this, our particular conference, uh, and, and if if this were to have been a typical year, which apparently it will not be. Uh, we would attract between 900 and 1,000 people. And the, the conference has been described as a large family reunion of oh, yeah. people that are not bio biologically related. Uh, oh. People have described it as uh, life-changing and life-affirming. Uh, it's an opportunity for people in our community to come together for a long weekend to explore what having albinism means and how that affects them. One of the things about our community is that we don't define ourselves by our albinism, but it is certainly something that we need to deal with because people with albinism um, face not only the low vision associated with the, the condition, but the stigma of looking different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. I hope to attend one of your conferences once. We'd love to have you. Would you? You'd let me come? Oh, we could, you come anytime you want, Lee. Thank you, Mike. I might even buy you a drink or something. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that seals the deal. <laughs> so uh, we already talked a little bit about what you're doing in um, response to COVID-19. Um, so has it changed how you're working personally, Mike, and the rest of your volunteers and... Um, Talk a little bit more about how you're delivering services now. Well, our organization is largely virtual, so it's not changing the delivery of services. You know, for example, one of our 
big programs is a, uh, a, a what we call our parent liaison program. When a family contacts us with a new diagnosis of a child with albinism and they're willing to speak to someone, we connect them with what we call a parent liaison, which is a trained parent of a child with albinism whose job is then to connect with that new parent to talk about and work through the, the issues that surround that diagnosis. Most people that have, most parents that have children with albinism, it's out of the blue. It's not something that they have any idea is gonna happen. So there's yeah. quite an adjustment there. So all of that is done virtually anyway. So we're able to continue with that. Um, uh, one big impact that we've had is that the springtime is our fundraising season. And mm -hmm. when this situation broke a couple weeks ago, we had about 20 fundraising in-person fundraising events scheduled oh, wow. across the country. So our, we had to scramble then now to either change them into virtual events. We had one uh, event that changed into a virtual event in Massachusetts just this past weekend. And now we're scrambling to reschedule and to look at other ways that we can raise money. So this could have a pretty big effect on our budget this year because we may not be out there doing as much fundraising as we have in the past. But like I said, most all of our regular programs are just continuing because they're primarily virtual. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So you you guys are well positioned to be able to continue uh, fulfilling your mission in, in spite of the the new reality, the new normal. Mike, Vision Serve Alliance's collective voice can strengthen the impact uh, each of our members make. What what other things would you like to share with the membership and and others in the field who may listen to this podcast? That's a, a great question, Leanne. I I think that. Um, as as serving on as a member of the board and having worked with you as our executive director for the last year or so, there's a lot that we can do together. During this pandemic, we're hearing all sorts of catchphrases about better together and we're in this together and we can get through this together. I think that Vision Serve, the leaders of the these over 100 vision service agencies, and, and, and we hope to grow that significantly, can better serve our clients across the board, no matter what type of a vision service agency it is, if we pool our resources on things like advocacy and legislative issues, and if we listen to one another and try to get to the greatest common denominator and work together on behalf of all of our clients. When I came into this, this business or this area, this field about 10 years ago, I had retired from a local government position working in, in the court system here in Chicago. And one of the things being a student of government and a, a trained public administrator that I noticed about the the vision, the blindness and low vision field is that we lack a cogent public policy. There's a lot of good, strong laws out there like ADA, uh, the Americans with Disabilities Act, like IDEA, uh, Cogswell Macy, all sorts of good things that are out there, but they don't necessarily all fit together 
Right. And as, as a field, we often don't work together. And I, I think that um, it's imperative, uh, especially because it, it looks like we're going to be headed for some really rough economic waters in the next year or two. It's essential that we as a field work together and maybe put aside some of our differences and, and look for those things that we can work together and be better together. Amen. You're singing my song. So, Mike, just know how excited I am and the rest of us at VisionServe to be working with you and Noah. You're a terrific board officer and a member, and I'm proud to call you a friend. I appreciate that, Lee. We've, uh, we, we've, it, it really is a, a, a wonderful how, uh, the, you know, the relationships of the the board members and our, our VisionServe members across the, the, uh, the board uh, develop real friendships that I think lead to real collaboration that, that benefit the people we serve. Absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you very much, Mike. I hope you um, have a productive rest of the week. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And I likewise hope that uh, things are cool, calm, and copacetic down there in Florida. <laughs> Thank you very much. So this is Lee Nasahi talking with Mike McGowan, Executive Director of NOAA. Learn more about their services and how you can get involved by visiting their website at albinism.org. Thank you for tuning in. As always, remember to be mission-driven, work together, and make an impact. Until next time, this is the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. Hey folks, Ben Lay here, producer of the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and follow button, and consider writing a review for us on Apple Podcast. To learn more about VisionServe Alliance and to stay up to date on latest news, visit our website at visionservealliance.org. Do you have a topic that you want to hear about? Do you want to join us as a guest speaker? Send us a request at info at visionservealliance.org. All of this and more on the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. We'll